Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. And welcome back, everybody, to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. I'm your girl, Nelsa, and my co-host... Jorge Medina. Poppy! <laughs> in the house. Um, this is rare. We don't usually get to see each other like this, uh, Poppy. But tonight's episode, we're talking about the five love languages. And I will say, uh, you do speak one of my, well, six love languages. I guess it's five acts of service. But um, cooking, for me, is a love language. That Food should definitely be. That should definitely be. They need to start putting that in those quizzes. I know, right? You know? I guess, it could, you know, it could be under acts of service, I suppose, or... You know, quality time. Quality well, time. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. A gift. I'm giving you a that tray was a of pasta. It was a, oh, it was a good <laughs> gift too. Oh my gosh, it was so good, y'all. But anyway, um, we put it out there to our Facebook group, uh, Poppy, about um, the five love languages. I don't know how many people um, have read the book. It's you know, it's based off the book by Gary Chapman. Um, and I can remember way back in the day, it's been at least 10 years ago or better that I read that book. And I could just remember feeling like, why didn't I know about this already? You know, why are we not talking about this in couples counseling or, you know, marital counseling when you get ready to, you know, get married with the with the preacher and everybody wants to talk to you about if you're ready or not? Uh, because I think this was such a valuable, like, I didn't even know what I wanted as far as how what my love language was like what I want somebody to speak to me much less what I was going to use to talk back to somebody you know well I'm on record that um I love to learn and I love to expand my knowledge but I am not a big reader Mm -hmm. like reading makes me sleepy like I try to read a book and all I feel is my eyelids shutting. You understand what I'm saying? Look, but, Audible, we're ready for a, a contract. <laughs> Audible, we are ready for a contract if you're out there. But audiobooks are yeah. definitely something that I get behind, or podcasts, yeah. or even you know TED talks and stuff like yeah. that, or you know certain videos. But I actually during the quarantine uh, phase, I actually listened. To the audiobook about the love languages. Mm. And it is a very deep, powerful book. Mm-hmm. And I would recommend it to anyone and everyone. Yes, absolutely. Uh, even um, teenagers, I think it can be very appropriate because that's where we start to learn about those romantic relationships and how we're going to connect and and communicate with one another and it is about communication which is what we talk about on the show all the time our favorite word our favorite word how do we communicate with the people that we're trying to build relationship with and there's more than one way and I think for me uh, I used to be it's funny because you put the quiz out there on Facebook and wanted people to take it so I took the quiz today but I had already done it to see, you know, when you do the book, it gives you like, you know, check marks and you right. can see tally up or whatever. So I took the online quiz this time and it used to be words of affirmation was my number one. Mm-hmm. That was the absolute last um, 
love language for me this time. So, so 180 for you, huh? A complete 180. I was so shocked. How long have it been since you had taken your first quiz compared to the quiz that you took today? Um, I'm, Since I read the book. Like, that's been over 10 years ago. Okay, gotcha. So, the last time I took the test, I, and I would have to say, honestly, I, it was... It was probably early 2000s. So really, it might be getting closer to to 20 years since Mm. I actually took... A lot has happened. A lot has happened. (laughs) A lot of life uh, changes. A lot of experiences. And frankly, you just, you know yourself better. And, you know, you're you're a different woman. You are a woman that has evolved over the years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think for anybody else that's out there listening in our, um, you know, our listenership... If you have not, first of all, heard of the book or read the book or know what it's about, we're going to go over the five love languages tonight as well. Um, but it's definitely worth getting as you're starting to, you know, put yourself out there. Uh, if you're in a relationship, if you've been in a relationship for a while, listening to the show, or if you're about ready to start, um, you know, dating or whatever, it, finding out about these love languages, because sometimes you're going to see them on the dating apps anyway. You see people who, you know, give you what their top love languages are, uh, and it'll help you understand what they're trying to tell you, because you may not need to match once you understand what they're asking for. Um, but I think all of them are important. It's important to understand all of them. Absolutely. And then know, like, how how ours almost perfectly matched though didn't they they did so mine are now i haven't taken mine in about a year Uh or so but i'm pretty confident that this has not changed Uh so my number one is physical touch shocker Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, number two is quality time Uh and then number three is acts of service And then receiving gifts and then words of affirmation. Okay. So mine were just a little different in order, but acts of service was number one for me. I had a tie between quality time and physical touch. Oh, that goes hand in hand, though, because you can't have (laughs) physical touch without quality time. together, right? (laughs) Um, And then receiving gifts was number four for me as well. And words of affirmation were, uh, they were number five for me as well. So, which I was so, I was shocked, really, because I was like, wow, this is a complete flip-flop for me. So Um, you pretty much have evolved from... Okay. Needing the words. Okay, give me the, the gifts. Yeah, give me the gift of gaff to now like you're like, don't talk about it, be about be it. Be about it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Look, show me, honey. I don't need you to tell it. Now let's be real. Since you know we're about to approach the holidays, I think everybody should take this test so that you pass this along to your loved ones so that they know how to stimulate you the right way. Right. Don't get me a know, gift card if I want to go somewhere and let's go volunteer together, right? I think this is a great way, especially First of all, just to getting to know yourself Mm -hmm. better, I strongly recommend everyone and anyone to take the test just so that you have a better understanding of how you like to receive love. And also, if you're out there dating or if you are with someone presently so that it can help your relationship evolve so that they can learn how to stimulate you and how to reward you or just do kind things just because. Right. And compatibility, you know, we haven't really talked tons about that in the show, but I think this is one of those ways where you can see how aligned you are to someone else 
and, you know, equally yoked, if you like that term better, uh, before you get too far down the road and you realize, I want you to, you know, spend time with me. I want you to touch me. I want you to, let's, you know, do things for me to help me lighten my load. And you're looking for, you know, I just want to tell you how good you are to me. I just want to tell you I love you. I just want to, let me just give you a little something and, you know, let you know how I feel about you. Well, sometimes those things don't mesh as well, especially if you don't understand where somebody's coming from, that that's there. And then there's always the why behind it. You know, uh, one of our listeners um, on Facebook said, I say it was Liz, maybe um, she liked hearing words of affirmation because she did not hear I love you enough as a child. Mm. And so some people have a reason for why they do what they do, why they have the particular love language they have based on what their past needs were that weren't met. And so, again, that's a part of us getting to know each other and and learning what what's going to help make our relationship run smoothly. I'm trying to find it, y'all. Go ahead. Uh, but what I want to kind of put out there is... When I was listening to the audiobook, mm-hmm. the author made it very clear that the biggest disconnect between couples and marriages and people in relationships is that, so as we established that my love language, my top two love languages are physical touch and quality time, right? Mm-hmm. Those are my top two. So in my mind... When I'm with a significant other, another woman, right, that I'm in a relationship with, it's almost human instinct that I'm going to want to do the same with her. I'm going to want to show my Mm -hmm. affection and my love via physical touch and quality time. Mm -hmm. However, the problem with that is that I'm doing so based on my results, Mm -hmm. but that may or may not be her results and the author laid that out that that is the biggest connect that the biggest disconnect that happens between Mm -hmm. people in relationships is that they start to show affection and they start to show appreciation or reward their significant other the way that they would like to receive Mm -hmm. that appreciation and those rewards and it may not be appropriate yeah because my significant other, you know, my woman might want gifts or mm-hmm. words of affirmation mm-hmm. or, you know, she might want just quality time with me. She doesn't yeah. care about, you know, the Louis Vuitton bags or the Michael Kors and right. all that good stuff. Absolutely. She might want to, let's go take a walk. Let's go by the lake. Let's. Or she might be like, hey, yeah. let's go for a walk at the mall and then you buy me that Michael Kors. <laughs> <laughs> the walk comes first yeah. before the gift. Let me get that quality time first, and then you can spoil me, Poppy. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so um, in our Facebook feed, if you guys are looking on Jorge's or mine, uh, you'll see it on either place. Um, Coco Winfrey, thank you for uh, responding. Her, uh, her comment was, some people can need all of the love languages, not just two. Uh, everyone always picks two, at least on the, <laughs> the dating sites, it appears all, <laughs> always two. Uh, but she says, I need all of them. Also, I was told that your love language are the things you were not given as a child. And I, I would like to also respond that that could be the way you grew up. So for me, I grew up in a family where we said, I love you right. all the time. Right. We hugged, we kissed, 
you know, we did things together. We were a tight-knit group. We still are. And so I was used to being loved that way. And when I, you know, had mates or, you know, boyfriends or whatever who didn't, it always felt uncomfortable a little bit because it was just like, don't you know how to do family? Wow. You know? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because now, like, looking back at it, um, if you know anything about the Latino culture, we tend to be very loving, uh, very mm-hmm. romantic, very affectionate people. Mm-hmm. Like, I see my aunt, I go and hug her, and I give mm-hmm. her a kiss on the cheek. That's right? just the what norm. What you do, right. I see my mom's best friend. Neda, how you been? Mm-hmm. Haven't seen you in a long time. A hug and a kiss. Right. Um, and it's not meant to be in a sexual way. It's just no, affection. It's affection. It's, affection. it's, it's showing love. It's yeah. showing, hey, I haven't seen you in such a long time. It's the norm. The normal for, for our family. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, but for some people, that can wig them out. Yeah. I've seen it. I I've, have too. I have a friend <laughs> who's from Dominican Republic, and my buddy. Who uh, he was Puerto Rican. He's well, he is Puerto mm-hmm. Rican and Jamaican, and he brought her home for a get together that we had. And now she was, uh, you know, Anglo-Saxon or white, mm-hmm. and he went over to you know introduce himself to her, mm-hmm. and he kind of tried to hug he her, and give her, and he kind of <laughs> hugged her and tried to give her a kiss on the cheek, and she was wigging the hell out. Right, right. And she's and like, whoa, whoa. She was this. like, whoa, and I even saw her like kind of doing like some <laughs> Matrix move. To be like, what's this guy doing? But that was just him, you know, doing what most Latinos do when they meet a person or a woman. You you kind of embrace. And, you know, you kind of part of the, you know, you. and we were at a family event. Yeah. You're in the tribe now, honey. You got to bring it in. (laughs) But, yeah. And then she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then she went back like that. So she was, she's, you know, she was not used to that. And I get it, you know, and I understood. And then he kind of explained that, hey, that's just kind of how we greet and salute. You know, sometimes. Um, so he had to kind of clear that, even though it was, it was a bit awkward. Yeah. But it wasn't like he was trying to make advances on her or something. Yeah. Literally, because my buddy, my her boyfriend, was yeah. like right there. And he but didn't was, even say anything about it. Yeah, because but you're not used to it. That's just kind of what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because, yeah, I was raised with that way of saluting and greeting mm-hmm. our women in our families or friendship circles. So, yeah, I kind of have, you know, now obviously as I got older, I've learned to read the room. Yeah. If it's, you know, someone (laughs) of of American descent, I might do a little side hug or I might do a fist pump or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it to the side. Yeah, because you you just don't know, especially with the whole COVID stuff. Don't even that's like another kind of word where some people get wigged out just, you know, with that. So I get it. And then emotional stuff too. You know, if anybody's had any kind of physical drama, you know, physical trauma Mm -hmm. or something like that, you never know how much bubble space is important to Agreed. people. Um, but, you know, even going on to the other, um, to the other forms, uh, gifts, like for some people, you know, this whole gold digging, philo- you know, philosophy or this, this culture that has, has come into being, like gift giving is not just about going to the mall to buy something, but, you know, I, I know you love to cook. and Facts. I, Look, I was supposed to bring some white wine over, and you owe me wine. I do owe you, you owe wine. Me some wine. I'm sorry, That's all I know. <laughs> but I couldn't get to the store. But I knew, like, if I were to get you something that has something to do with food, 
I know you would appreciate that. Slam dunk. Well, I did bring you some brownies. Yes, you did. Thank you. Are they magic brownies? I hope so. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Damn. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want them anymore. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, being able to, to do things that are maybe even small in gesture can still mean a lot to people. That's, that's the whole point. Like, do you know the person well enough? Or are you trying to get to know the person well enough? where you can speak without words or you can speak with the right words to know what they're looking for, what they need. So I think that's very, very important. So Mara uh, made a good point here in the comments. She said, I never even knew what love language meant until I started online dating and a guy asked me. Mm. And I like that she kind of put that out there because frankly, I had no idea about love languages until I started you know, wow. online dating. Wow. And, you know, once I got to my separated and now divorced stage of life, I had yeah. no idea. I had didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. A friend of mine introduced me to the book when I was married, still kind of young in our in our marriage at the time. And I felt like it was something, you know, I always, I'm like you, I always want to learn, want to grow, try to, you know, find out, you know, how you keep the fire burning kind of thing. Yeah. And so that was my motivation at the time. But... I honestly, until you said something about it and, you know, we were talking about show ideas uh, this past week, I didn't really think about it in terms of, like, I've seen it and I've kind of laughed and I kind of thought, well, yeah, this is mine. Words of affirmation. I even said that to you, didn't right. I, before I took the yeah, test? you did. And I was like, wow. And then I challenged like you and 7%. I said, you know what, just take it. I know. And it was like 7%. But I think that's something else you need to look at. You know, when was the last time you took the test, if you know about it, and try it again because... Time really does change things for us and, you know, experiences. Maybe you used to want to hear I love you, but now I want to see I love you. I want you to, you know, let's have the experience of love as, you know, as much or more than the words. So, And I think something to consider um, since, you know, it is the holidays and, you know, of course, you're a parent. Maybe have your children take the quiz so Mm. that way you know how to reward your kids. As a parent, right? Yeah, because you might be buying him a bunch of sneakers and a bunch of video games and maybe his love language is quality time. Right. Maybe you're like, hey, I, I want to go with you to the Panther game or to the Hornets game, daddy or mm-hmm. mom. Right. Or take me out ice skating. That's a great idea. Great Instead idea. of always trying to buy, you know, a child a toy or a video game or whatever and you think that his love language is gifts, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. You're right. Uh, and we'll make sure to include a link to one of the quizzes. There's several. You can just Google it. Uh, the five love languages quiz. Uh, there's some that you can take and do the PDF, print the paper if you're still a paper person. Right. Or you can do the online quiz and get your results immediately. So um, that's kind of, that's what I did tonight. I did the online. And fellas, if you're trying to get to know a woman and you're trying to kind of stand out from the pack, this is a great way or a great suggestion to kind of kind of have intimate conversations with each other to kind of figure out like, hey, how can I reward you? How can I seduce show you? Up, show up for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and let's be clear, right? Just because uh, physical touch uh, shows up as a love language, that doesn't mean it has to be a sexual thing. No. And let's talk about that just a minute. I'm glad you said that because, um, you know, I looked at a site um, and looking at the quiz and it talks about what each of them are. And, um, whoops. Of but like, 
just to kind of, you know, uh, continue on that uh, conversation point, sometimes um, physical touch can mean holding hands in public. That part. Or you're just walking around the park and you're holding hands. Or, like, I used to see my parents, and, you know, I've said this out loud, so mama, you hear this, you know, it's nothing that's not the truth, but my dad would go by the stove. And he would just come up behind her a little bit. Sometimes he maybe smack her ass, or sometimes he just lean down and just kiss her on her neck. Like <laughs> I noticed that as a kid. Yeah. Like in my mind, that was I. I used to tell my I know my daddy adored you. Like I know you know every man mm-hmm. has faults, like every woman does. Sure. But I could see literally evidence of him, you know. Adoring her, and it's a subtle thing. And it was very subtle, subtle, but I always picked up on that. As and it's a kid. not X-rated or it's not over right. the top. Just a, it's a small, right, but powerful gesture. Yes, that shows that man, I really appreciate you, or I'm really into you, or I love you. And you know, I'm single again. Um, I had a few tries, but <laughs> single again. But um, one of the things that I love is. Somebody who can do respectful touches early. Like, you know, even on the first date, being able to, you know, take a woman's coat, you know, open the door, small of your back. Oh, yeah. You know, every woman doesn't want to be touched like that. So you got to make sure you know who you're talking about. But Got to read the room, fellas. Read the room. And if she's, you know, yanking away from you like you put her Brandon uh, iron on her, then stop. <laughs> okay. Or if she's keeping like two or three, you know, you know, people spaces <laughs> yeah, in between y'all. Exactly. Maybe you might need gum or maybe you just, you know, you over the top. I don't know. But <laughs> either way, like tread lightly. Tread lightly. <laughs> but um, even, oh my gosh, just like the acts of service, you know, don't don't go so far overboard. It's not right. just buying her flowers or, um, you know, cooking breakfast in bed every Sunday. You know, maybe you pack her lunch on that night when the kids are going crazy and you can see she's frazzled. Or as soon as she gets in the bed, you, re- you know, reach over and start giving her a massage in her, you know, top of her head or, you know, temples or rubber feet or ladies. You know, he's worked at a construction job or something all day. His back is aching, I'm sure, with those, you know, boots on and on his feet all day. You know, running somebody's bath water and putting in their favorite scent. Like, those are small touches that really do let a person know that uh, you know who I am, you know what I value, and you value me. Absolutely. Um, One thing that I like, um, that I did when I was married, Mm -hmm. um, so me and my wife, we would go to the spa together all the time. Mm -hmm. And that, um, you know, that's quality time. That's a gift. Yeah. There was definitely some physical touch. Yeah. Um, so that's like all these little things combined into one. Absolutely. Um, normally with my mom for, you know, Mother's Day, either either Mother's Day, Christmas, or her birthday, I try to rotate them. Mm-hmm. I get her spa stuff all the time. Yeah, same here. And my dad, you know, my dad takes care of my mom. They've been married a long time, so it's not that, but just the fact that um, I took the time. To get her something that, yeah. you know, they can treat her like royalty for an hour or so. And it not makes kitchen her feel good. stuff. Not housewares. Absolutely. <laughs> like something Absolutely. special. Um, but I think, you know, we say love languages, but 
to me, this really does boil down to communication. Again, how well do I know the person that I'm with and how do I how do I keep us connected and evolving and growing together as opposed to, well, you liked it when I used to get you flowers and you still get the same kind of flowers day, you know, year in, year out, nothing changes. You, know, you got to change your patterns up. You got to know that you should be growing as a couple together. You right. should be growing as individuals inside that relationship. But if you don't really understand how the other person has evolved over time, then if you're still using that same love language from when you first got together, mm. you might be out of date. You might not really be speaking to your your other, you know, significant other the way they want to be spoken to. And if you don't act like receiving, the word receiving is important so often in a relationship too because um, I know some people have everything. They buy themselves whatever they want. Right. They get themselves, you know, whatever it is they're looking for. And so sometimes it's very difficult to think, like, what can I get the person who has everything? But that's when it really does help knowing that, okay, you got all the stuff that you can get. I'm not going to buy you anything. Right. But I'm going to come over and I'm going to say, come on, get in a car. Let's let's go. We're going to take a little take a little ride out. And I take you to the lake or somewhere that you enjoy being with me. And we go do the paddle boats or kayak or do something crazy like that. Like, Sometimes that's what you got to look for. Like, what are those places where we can do something and share something together that's meaningful, even though I know you've bought everything you ever need and I'll never get you anything probably that you don't already have. And just to kind of put it in perspective, if you are with a significant other and you do not know what their love language is, then you need to find out. Take the quiz together. Together. That's challenge what challenge yep. each other and, hey, let's sit down and take the quiz together because, like, you just kind of laid out. Yeah, maybe once upon a time, you know, when you guys were in college, her love language was, you know, quality time and gifts or mm-hmm. whatnot. But now... They were in college. It wasn't gifts. Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, now it might be something else or maybe yeah. it's evolved or changed to something else. Or maybe, you know, because of your work life and your family life, quality time is kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So maybe she might be craving some of your quality time, not your yeah. gifts. Right. So that's why it's important to, you know, uh, take these tests and explore together and then kind of take that information and run with and see what kind of creative things you can come up with with that. Mm -hmm. But I I absolutely urge and challenge everyone to take it single, married, dating, etc. And you know what comes from this, too? Um, One of my girls made a date jar, um, you know, early on in one of her relationships and I really like the idea because you could take what you learn about each other and create little strips of activities that, you know, both of you may enjoy. And you could probably write your own. She could write her own or whatever, you know, you and That's your partner. Really cool. And then throw them in the jar right. and agree to a date night. And whatever is out the jar, everybody's on board to do. YOLO. That's right. <laughs> YOLO That's right. once. It's like, within reason, if it's well, safe, yeah. <laughs> emotionally, physically, spiritually, okay. Don't go crazy, people. But, you know, maybe doing something that gets you out of your comfort zone, doing something that makes you feel um, 
a little more challenged and not so stagnant in your relationship. So when I was listening to the audiobook, which took me a long time to go through it, like well over a week, and one of the most important messages that I got from it was that this author, with his book, he saved like marriages. Mm-hmm. Because what happened was either the wife or the man kept trying to show their affection and care and love with the way that they want to receive it. And then the other person was like, that's, that's not that's really not what, I'm, that's mm-hmm. not what, what I'm about. And then once they kind of figured out what their real love languages were, and once they determined that, okay, all this time I've been rewarding you and showing you my love in incorrect ways, mm-hmm. once they kind of connected that and got that on the same page, their relationship blossomed yeah. again. Yeah, and I he literally, that. this man literally spoke on that book. About how he saved marriages that were testimonials coming in. (laughs) Like he literally saved marriages that were literally about to walk away from each other because of this. This is how important this is. Yeah, really. Like this might be um, one step at least in saving your relationship. I'm not saying it could be the be all end all. There are other things, other methodologies. Of course, we talk about you know therapy. We talk about um, you know your whatever your spiritual path is. You know, counseling from that direction, but. The conversation needs to happen if, first of all, if you want to be happy, you need to be able to express, like, this This is a part of what I need in order to be fulfilled in this relationship, but then knowing what your partner needs so that you two can work together to meet those needs so you can move forward, I think is so important. Yeah, and absolutely, like, if you, and if you are actively dating or single and looking, I think being aware of your love languages is going to give you a leg up. So that mm-hmm. way you can express to people who are you are maybe considering or who are you you're trying to get acquainted with. Yeah. So that they know how to go about it. Yeah. Because if you got a guy who's trying to woo you and all he's doing is buying you a bunch of expensive gifts and you ain't that kind of girl. Yeah. Then it don't matter what he buys. you. He could buy you a tank or a jet and you're not going to give a damn. And here's the flip side of that. If you tell somebody what's important to you and they don't respond with mm. the knowledge that they that they're telling you it doesn't matter to them. I'm going to keep doing this because that's what I want to do. And that tells you a lot about where you stand in that relationship with somebody too. As much as it can be helpful to save a relationship, it can also maybe help you figure out if the person you're with really understands and gets you and if they even want to. If it's all about what they want and, you know, they're just going to keep, you know, shoving diamond bracelets down your throat, then that may not be the right relationship for you if you can't talk and be heard. Just saying. But um, I really hope that we opened up people's eyes so that they can check this out. And if you go to, you know, my page or Nelsa's page and you scroll down into the post that we made about the podcast topic, there is a link there that Mara posted to go take the love language and mm-hmm. you can absolutely get it for free. You do not have yeah, to pay. I found you may, it for free. You may have to do a little digging, but you can find it for free and then share it and let the people that care about you know so that way you get some good Christmas gifts on top of yeah, that. Yeah, I know, right? Listen, I tell my family, look, this is, what I, this is what I like. This is, this is what I 
you know, I'm yeah. looking for it. So I always get hooked up for Christmas. But I my know. family knows. Right. And you going to let them know. I know. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been another great show. Thank you for our Facebook um Fans, friends who are all on there um, commenting. Love to hear your post-show feedback on that same uh, feed, if possible. And until next time. Buenas noches, good people. Thanks for joining us today on The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.